This podcast is sponsored by Vicon, the Academy Award-winning developer of motion capture products and services for the life science, entertainment and engineering industries. Shogun, Vicon's visual effects software, developed specifically for the needs of the VFX community, captures performances effortlessly, in real time and delivers robust, accurate, reliable data. The latest release of Shogun now includes full range of motion, high-fidelity finger capture, along with other massive quality-of-life improvements, so you can capture reality faster. Find out more at www.vicon.com. Oh, hello, Internet. This is Troy Baker, and I'm here with your lovely, very, very British host, Victoria Atkin. And this is the Performance Capture Podcast. The fact that I get to bridge this weird world between performer and, but like, fangirl first, let's be real, is so dope. I kind of created my position. Like, nobody said, oh, you know, here, go to school to become a performance capture producer. I pretty much created my own career. If there's something that, that you're curious about or if you have any questions, like, go out and find the answers for yourself. What I think I love the best about it is just its family environment. You know, the dots can tell if you're lying. Hi, my name is Victoria Atkin, and you're listening to the Performance Capture Podcast sponsored by Vicon, and we are now on Season 2. I have another female guest on the show today. Can you tell us your name and where you grew up, please? Sure. My name is Marla Rausch, and I grew up in the Philippines. I actually moved to the U.S. about 20 years ago, and this is where I learned all about motion capture. I love that. We have so many people from all over the world on this podcast. I I like it, and I think you're now the most exotic. We had Canadians, and uh, we've had people from England, but the Philippines, I think, is now... That's my new favorite. I'm proudly, pr- I'm proud of that. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, we had uh, Gerardo, who's from Mexico. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. And Aladino from Argentina. So I just skipped that, but I still love the Philippines and I still think that's number one now. Um, okay. So uh, your profession, please. What's your professional title? So I am the founder and CEO of Animation Vertigo. It's a motion capture external development provider. And if you can say that fast, I'm impressed. We basically provide motion capture solutions to our clients in film, TV, and video games. And what are these services? Can we get get into a little bit more about what these services are that you provide? After we take all of the data, all of your capture, all of your performance, we have to make sure that they're clean and we have to make sure that they look well on the character. And that's my job. We make sure that all of the effort that you've put into getting that actor filled out is conveyed into the character that is created and that it looks good, that your performance shows well. And uh, that's kind of what we do. And we always ask everybody on this show how they would best describe what performance capture is because, as we know, it's such a broad umbrella term. There's motion capture, there's facial capture, there's all the rest of these things. But in a nutshell, how would you best describe what performance capture is from your experience? When I first started, it was body and face data were captured together. They were, the technology wasn't there yet. So body would be captured and then the face data would be captured. For me, performance capture is really taking the whole effort of the actor, the body, the face, the voice, and putting that into the 3D world, you know, uh, really capturing what the essence of the performance was. And so a lot of us have stumbled upon performance capture. I'm not quite sure whether this is your story as well, but 
please tell us how you discovered performance capture. How did you get into it? What was your first gig um, before, I guess, you set up this company? It was kind of fun watching the development of it. I'm not that old, but um, I worked with some of the probably craziest and the smartest people who love the technology and love testing the boundaries of motion capture. And I was introduced to it by a crazy smart guy, my husband, the CEO of House of Moves. I first saw it at Spectrum Studios. Uh, it was at that time, I believe, a magnetic system that they had. And then it went into the optical system. Uh, and then at Sony, I think I probably saw the first, um, I'm trying to think if I could say it, but some of the football players and then some game people in a game. As vague as I can be. <laughs> and and then you you started working. What was your title then? I was a freelance uh, tracker. So I basically cleaned up the data that was taken from the optical system and made sure that it was all ready for the animators to take care of. It first started there. Um, was doing a bit of freelance work for Sony. Make um, during crunch time, I'd leave my um, my uh, day job, which was being a financial advisor. And then go to Sony and uh, work on a few uh, a few shoots for um, I think at that time it was their sports title. So worked on that one. And uh, as we kind of developed and I kind of grew to love it, started out my own company and making sure that we can um, give companies like Sony, EA, Activision the ability to support them so that they can produce the kinds of games that they do. And so. You you were a tracker. You were doing this on the side of an another job. I mean, how did you learn what tracking, how to do that? How, how did that? Did you go to school for that? How did that happen? Well, actually, Victoria, this is a story I like telling because I was waiting for my husband. Crunch time is an interesting time in a lot of animators' lives because it means that they spend me um, a lot of hours in at at work, more than twelve hours, and I was pregnant, so. I was sitting, waiting for my husband to get done with what he was doing. And I happened to look over and I said, what is that? What are you doing? So halfway through, I realized it kind of looks like a puzzle. So I said, hey, teach me how to do that so that I'm not sitting here waiting for you. And he did. And I kind of liked it. It was fun. It was interesting. You get to meet a lot of people. You get to talk about a lot of technical stuff that you never knew that you was pretty interesting about the body, about motion, about performance. So that's where it kind of started for me. I love that answer for two parts. One, that you're pregnant and you're just sitting there thinking, I need to, as every woman that's pregnant, <laughs> well, I, I was like this too, like, I need to fill up my time. <laughs> like, I can't just be yes. pregnant. I know I'm supposed to just be pregnant, but I can't. I'm not used to doing doing just pregnant things. Um, so that is amazing. But also, I think, and I think this has been something that has been a theme as I've interviewed many guests in season one and as I've began to interview people in season two, this curiosity, this asking questions, it seems to be a theme of all these very successful people like yourself have began to do. How do you do that? What is that? Asking these questions, having this passion behind it seems to be a strand of individuals that are curious, which mm -hmm. is really, really great and has been some advice that a couple of people have said on this. So wonderful. That's really, really cool. So then you you basically educated yourself and got yourself a job. 
So obviously, you know, you did that. And then, but what I'm really excited about is that then you took that to the next level and you asked, well, can I build a company for this? Like, how did that happen? Obviously, there was some years in between. How did you go from tracking and doing that to building this amazing company that you have now? Well, it's actually quite interesting because um, I've been doing a, lot, a bit of the freelance work and we were noticing that there was a pattern that was coming up, which is the pattern a lot of people see, um, where people get tired, they get trained up, and then after that, they are released because uh, the project's done. Um, and then when the project uh, project comes back up again, a company is struggling to find uh, the same people and more often than not, they found um, other gigs somewhere else. So um, I thought, we thought it would be a good idea if there was a company out there that existed that you can go out to and basically know that they're going to be there, the quality was going to be there, they're reliable and they know exactly what you need, but you don't need to take, uh, you don't need to pay them when you don't need them. And it was that kind of um, question that came into our heads. And I was like, well, then let's try to see how to build this. And it kind of started from there. And is doing successfully very, very well. And 15 you have a, years, yeah. Yeah, and you have a great relationship with our sponsor, Vicon. Can you tell us about how you work with them as a service provider? Well, Vicon, I actually worked with Vicon from the very start with um, House of Moves um, because um, uh, we used their software at that time was um, uh, Diva. If there are any of the... Uh, older folks in the motion capture world out there, Diva has just stirred some uh, something inside and they remember those times. But um, it started with Diva and we had um, a lot of conversations and with the um, with Vicon heads and the people from House of Moose and as they were developing Blade and Shogun and, and things like that. It's really quite interesting and um, really fun group of people. Seriously smart. Unbelievable. I, I, I am always so impressed when I talk to them because it's always like they're trying to push the boundaries of what technology can do. Um, and of course, I like to give them a little bit of grief because I use their their software a lot. And so and I'm like, hey, there's a bug here. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and so tell me, what is your favorite thing about performance capture? What is your favorite thing that you love getting up in the morning and you built your company to service this amazing medium it's really truly the people it's it's their it's creative minds and then mix that all up with their technical know-how and then they they like putting that a technical aspect into art and, and i love that because you talk about like 10 years ago where you start talking about real time and motion capture and what does that mean and then to now having it happen the way that everybody was envisioning it happening and then thinking about, well, what is it going to be next time? What is going to, what is the future looking like? And I love that because it's just a means for us to tell our stories. And I think that that's what motion capture is about. It's a different way of telling an amazing story. And can you tell us an experience that you enjoyed specifically on the motion capture stage, maybe a project that you helped uh, provide the services for that you can talk about that's not an NDA? Once an NDA, I, can't, I don't think I can, I'm allowed to say it, but it was be seeing some uh, an amazing sports figure 
do his thing on on stage and just be absolutely amazed that what you see in real life is actually real. You're thinking to yourself, no, 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 that has to be CG. That can't be real. And then seeing that on 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 in real life and then seeing it on your screen, amazing. Um, but another part of it for me is on a per more personal thing. It's um, bringing like groups of girls into the motion capture stage. Because I think it was pretty awesome when we brought girls from Girls Inc. and um, uh, UCI and showed them what a motion capture stage looked like and how you worked it. And they actually got to wear the suits and be an actor. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty amazing because you really see these girls who have no idea what it's all about and then seeing it, trying it out and going, wait, you can do this? This is something that's possible? I think that was awesome. That's really, really cool. I have a good, uh, the lady that runs uh, Gina Davis uh, Women in TV and Film Institute, uh, Madeline, she is all about if you can see it, you can be it. That's Gina's motto. And you're exactly, that's it. This is what a motion capture stage is. This is performance capture. I'm doing this. You can do this. And I love that. That's really amazing. And the a great service that you're providing on on the side of that. I, I love hearing that. You have run this company. You've been in the industry a, a long time. What advice would you give to other people listening that want to get into a similar field of performance capture to you? Maybe they want to learn how to be a tracker or maybe they want to build their own company providing some sort of services for performance capture or they they want to work in this industry, how what would you say? I mean, where do jobs come from if you're looking for people to to be of service to your company? The fact of the matter is so many people right now are looking for enthusiastic, smart, technical people who like art or artistic people who have some technical skill. They're looking for them. We're we're looking for them. Because one of the things that's tough is that um when we don't try, we think that it's not possible. We think that it's too hard. We think that it's 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 a it's a reach, but really, talk to people, go to the conventions, you know, GDC, uh, E3, uh, SeaGraph, go to those places, talk to people. I love talking to uh, people who want to come into the industry because on my end, I get motivated again. I get inspired again. I get excited again about the field that I've been in for a long time. And we are so happy to see people want to come in and want to join this crazy world we're in because also, especially women, we need that frame of thinking. We need that perspective because somebody's going to come in with a thought or with an idea and we would go, hold up. What? That makes sense. And you never know if that's going to be you. So talk to people, reach out. If you really want to try this out, it's fun. Just Go out there and do it. So if they have this burning curiosity, they're not quite sure if they have the right skills. You know, I trained as an actor traditionally at drama school, never ever thought I would be in this huge technical medium, didn't even, you know, stand in front of a camera. I went to the same school as Judy Dench and Laurence Olivier. It was very theatre-based, but then realised, well, the performance capture is a theatre stage. It's just a technical digital theatre stage. So it's looking at the skills that you do have and saying, oh, well, maybe I could offer my services, maybe, you know, being open to that. I think that was really great that you you hit the nail on the head with that and, and really exactly. just 
it is about that openness, that enthusiasm, that thinking about the skills that we do have and how it could translate and and taking that risk to say, I could do this. So, um, and how would they apply it? Is it is it through LinkedIn? Is it you know jobs for that side of things? How do how does people and and what are you looking for in a resume or CV? Enthusiastic people is always a big thing, but people with uh, some background in 3D animation, uh, an eye for animation more than anything else. If you don't know if your 3D skills is good enough, if you can look at something and you can tell that there's something wrong and you want to fix it, then I'm interested. Um, uh, CV, a reel, that's going to be the best way to, to do it. And then, you know, find a creative way to reach out. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, what's your favorite uh, way that somebody's reached out? Do you, do you ha- have you had anyone really creatively reach out? Oh my gosh. I had one where I swear to God, the resume was colorful and it was, it reminded me of, um, of that movie with uh, Reese Witherspoon where it was Legally like blonde. scented or whatever. Yes. It was a scented, pe- somebody actually scented sent you scented a- resume. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> love it. And then the reel was just as creative because instead of just being a reel, there was just like, you know, an intro and, a, you know, an enthusiastic DJ type thing going. And I was like, all right, I'm just watching this thing now because it's funny. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the skill wasn't there, but the enthusiasm was and I thought it was Did great. you employ them? Yes, I did. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so Elle Woods had something to share with us all. You know what? Pink is great. So, yeah. <laughs> we like Reese Witherspoon as well. She's doing a lot for uh, female stories right now. Um, okay, so how do we find you? How do we, uh, you have social media or the company has social media? Yes, the company has social media. We're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, on Animation Vertigo, and on Twitter, I am at Roush, at Roush Marla. Well, we are very, very grateful to have you on the show today. You are making huge leaps. You've built this amazing company that are working with the best people in the industry. And I am in awe and inspired talking to you today. And I'm really grateful that you gave us your time. It's nice to have somebody in the Philippines that's ringing us from uh, Utah, from Salt Lake City, which I have a big, huge love for. So um, thank you very much for your time today. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. And you are awesome. By oh, the way, thank I you. have to say, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm doing my little bit for the community. I, I want to I want to. Yeah, I want to share this amazing medium with the world. For sure. And you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you, Marla. This recording was done by Formosa Interactive, a full service post-production sound company. Among its many divisions, Formosa Group as a whole offers independent and AAA content creators end-to-end services, including voiceover, sound supervision, sound design, editorial, mixing and music for gaming, film, broadcast, and other platforms. Visit www.formosagroup.com for more information. Thank you to Soundbox LA for editing this episode.